This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. With mixed market bet builders, in-play betting and a selection of welcome offers, make sure your Premier League is spent with BetVictor's premier betting app. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Pre-game show with me, Joe Rivers. We are finally back after a few weeks off and pretending the Man City game didn't exist simply for my own mental health, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. If we just, even if we stay up, we should just do that for an hour and just pretend that game doesn't exist. It's all go about our daily lives, then kind of, this is what I did anyway. I went about my daily life, pretended the game didn't exist, didn't bother doing a pod for it or after it, but still went on the game and got frustrated anyway. So it didn't really work. Um, it didn't really work, but yeah... Um, it were one of the, to be honest, it were a case of I tried to get a few City fans on, no, no one were responding, so I just thought, sod it then, we're just going to get beat anyway, so what's the point? But it's a big one now, and I'm not going to waste any time uh, before getting into the interview, because you all know how big this game is. I don't need to show any of you the league table, I don't need to show any of you the connotations of what happens if we get beat, or if we win, or if we win this and then win against Norwich, and I think they're playing someone decent at the weekend as well, so if we beat them, you know, we could be a point above them. 
um, by Saturday now. Um, but do any of us think that's going to happen? I know I don't. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. I spoke with Thomas from the Toffee Blues, uh, which is, of course, an Everton podcast, YouTube channel and uh, fan page. <laughs> And just like that, we are joined by Thomas from the Toffee Blues and Everton podcast, YouTube channel and fan page. How you doing, mate? You all right? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, not too bad apart from the football. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, I think we can both agree on that point. But yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. things improve. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a miserable game played by two miserable teams, watched by two miserable sets of fans in what's looking like miserable weather. Um, so if anyone's coming up from Everton, um, fair play to you because... Not sure I'll be travelling down to the away game in this state, but um, let's get into it then. What What are your thoughts on your current position? Like, looking at the players that you've got, you, you shouldn't be in this position, should you? No, absolutely not. Based on quality, that you know, we, we shouldn't be anywhere near. Really, I think based on mentality, I'm not sure it surprised too many of our fans. We've had we've had problems with mentality for, for quite a few years, kind of bottling things. But you know, in the, in the past, it's been bottling top ten finishes and bottling Europe. Yeah. It's never quite been uh, this dire, but. Yeah, look, looking at the quality of the squad, there's no reason why we should be down here. Uh, general, obviously, mismanagement from Benitez and Lampard has, hasn't exactly hit the ground running. Have, have definitely helped kind of uh, put us down there. But look, if, I'm hoping that we, we we do have the quality uh, to, to keep ourselves up. But compared to, obviously, yourselves, you kind of, well, no disrespect, but you kind of do this every season. You, you end up in relegation fights, apart from that, that seventh finish that you had. So, and if I'm in a relegation fight, would I rather, you know, more quality or, or more mentality. I think I'd pick mentality over that any day purely because I'm sure that the match on Wednesday isn't going to be a tremendous, tremendous high, high quality affair. No. I think it's more, it's going to be more of a scrap than anything. And on home turf, obviously, and for yourselves being in this situation before, I am, I am slightly nervous. Yeah. Uh, so what do you put it down to then? You've mentioned Benitez, you've mentioned Lampard. Is it not more of a, a hierarchy thing or is it, or is it like just a mentality thing or is it a collection of, of pretty much everything you've mentioned? Yeah, it's basically, I think, anything that could go wrong over the past couple of years basically has. Uh, the recruitment's been shambolic. And although we do have some good quality players, you look at the likes of Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin, um, yeah. people wonder why why we are down there. But there's kind of a lack in strength and depth in the squad, and that comes down to the recruitment. And it's also kind of the the, the, the players that we, we've hired, well, hired, we've signed, they just haven't been up to the standard and maybe they haven't kind of signed up to the philosophy that, that we expect. And because of the constant change in managers we've had over the couple of years and uh, no more than in this season. There's been different styles. We've had defensive, you know, defensive kind of under Ancelotti, much more under Allardyce. We've then had uh, Martinez, uh, Lampard's come in trying to play slightly more on the front foot, and we just don't really have the, the personnel for it. So it is mentality problem. Uh, definitely, we've signed a lot of players who aren't up for the fight whatsoever. And although we kind of thought, I think we we'd got rid of a couple of them uh, over the past few years, we we seem to have a bit of a clear out. We seem to have ended up so much more. So it is definitely a, a combination of everything, basically. What's the feeling like amongst the fans then? Because I think the feeling amongst the Burnley fans is the majority of us have given up now. And I'm resigned to it now. We had, we had a bit of a um, you know a resurgence in February when we beat um, Spurs, we beat Brighton and we drew with Palace. Obviously, Arsenal have just gone to Palace and been absolutely murdered. So that you know, it shows how much of a good result it were. And it were looking then like... Maybe just maybe we pull ourselves out of it, but we've you know we've had chances to get our heads above water. We played Leicester at home, and if we'd have won that, we'd have gone like sixteenth or something like that. Um, and we've just never really been able to to carry on and, and move out of the transfer window. Uh, transfer window, sorry, out of the relegation zone. Um, so a lot of Burnley fans are giving up. What's the feeling amongst Evertonians? 
There's there's definite fear factor going on. Uh, we don't really find ourselves down here too much, and although we have been down here a couple of times in the in a couple of seasons ago, we were out of it fairly early, and then it just became a bang average season after that. So we've never quite been in such a dire situation. I wouldn't say it's given up uh, necessarily amongst the entire fan base. It's more kind of there's been a lot of denial for most of the season that we were down yeah. there, and people kind of expecting to, that we'd kind of find our way out, uh, and we just haven't. I mean, I haven't personally given up purely because I expect us to to have the quality to, to see us through. And we do have the couple of games in hand. We still have to play yourselves in Watford. So there's there's roots out for everybody. Uh, I think that's the thing. Uh, I don't think, you know, long gone are the days where teams need 40 points to stay up. And uh, that was secure, it seems, these days. It's, what, 34, 35 that's maybe going to keep you up, which is yeah. only a few more wins for ourselves and Watford and well, only kind of four or something. I'm not sure for yourselves not how many points you are at this point. But I think every team still has a route out. I think ours is obviously the, the best route out, despite the fact we do have some tricky fixtures. We do just have more matches uh, to take opportunities in. So I wouldn't say everyone's given up, but it, it it's getting towards that point And even kind of people are kind of starting to seriously worry about, about us going down. Yeah, well, you're in the enviable position of being above the relegation zone, of course. We're well in it. Um, just for those of you who uh, don't know the, the Premier League table off the top of your head, it's currently Norwich on bottom with 18 points, 30 games played. Burnley second bottom, 21 points, 28 games played. So just like yourselves, we have the couple of games in hand. Uh, then Watford above us, 22 points, 30 games played. Then obviously Everton just above um, the danger zone, 28 games played, 25 points. Then come Leeds on 30, 31 played. Newcastle, 31, 30 played. And then Brentford, who I think are probably out of it now after their impressive win at Stamford Bridge at the weekend. Um, so obviously we win this it's one point on the same games played between ourselves and you so it's massive and then obviously you have that ridiculous running that is it uh, just looks I think that's the only thing working in our favour at the minute is we have the more favourable running however Mm. we've won three games all season and I'm looking at that and like I'm saying you've got to win probably minimum I've been saying five so that'll take us on to 20, uh, 36 points, minimum five, and a couple of draws just to be safe. You could probably sneak out of it if other teams are dreadful with four wins and a few draws. What what do, what do you think Everton need to do now to get out of this? It, it's really tricky to say because, it, you know, we can always say, oh, it's come down to tactics, it's come down to this, that. But at this point in the season, it's very much... Hello? I'm still here, mate. I just made you full screen. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, yeah. So at this point of the season, it's now just come towards, it's it's just going to be an absolute scrap for points. We we won at Newcastle uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, no, it was at Goodison Park. We won against Newcastle. It wasn't a high quality game and we scored in the, the 99th minute. It, it was a ridiculous match and that's all relegation fights kind of come down to uh, in the end, really, purely because it's it's basically impossible to say how we are, how we're going to find points, but someone's got to find them eventually. The way I see it, it's ourselves... Uh, Burnley and Watford in kind of just a, a mini league now. I kind of see Leeds, Newcastle, Brentford out of it because I think they only need a few more points each and they'll, they'll probably just about be fine. And obviously we are in a, in a three-team mini league that only one team is, is going to come out of. So I think it's it's really tricky to say what we actually need because it's, it's such an unpredictable run-in because we do have very tricky fixtures, but I still back us, I still back us to, to find something along the way. And of course, having to play... Uh, yourselves and Watford I mean there's your opportunities to stay up right there uh, I think that's your golden chance and towards the end of the season we do have Brentford and Palace so I mean I, knew, I know Palace are doing very well at the moment but aside from the tricky running there are a couple of games which we which we could get results from and of course 
we might sneak a, a couple of points or a win off one of the trickier games as well. But yeah, but you mentioned there that we have winnable games and of course yourselves do do towards the end of the season. Uh, as a Burnley fan, like I said, I have personally given up. Like we, I've, I have a, like a, a column in, in one of the local newspapers and I've, I've said it in, in in the most recent one. People look at Burnley, they go, ah, but it's Burnley, they'll find a way out of it. They'll probably beat Everton and then beat Watford and then beat Norwich because that's what they do. That's not Burnley this season. Like There was a few seasons ago where we had to beat Cardiff and if we had, didn't beat Cardiff, you know, they'd have come like, above us or whatever. Um, and you just knew that Burnley would go into that game and give everything um, and probably win it, or if not, at least give a very good account of themselves. That's just not the case this season. You, you're going into these games with zero confidence that they can do that. Um, so I'm not I'm not looking forward to tomorrow's game at all. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're not as well, to be fair. I think both sets of fans are going to be just as nervous. Um, but what sort of game are you expecting then on Wednesday at the Turf? Scrappy. Uh, I, I can't see that. I mean, if either side does find any quality, they'll win the game kind of kind of early on, really. But I can't see that happening. Both players, both sets of players are going to be very nervous. Uh, as people have said in the past years, Turf Moor is a very tricky place to come to. Maybe maybe not as much this season, but I'm sure if 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 you if your squad wanted an opportunity, I'm sure Sean Dyche should be telling them right now, this is this is your opportunity to get out of it, basically. This is your opportunity to, to potentially keep yourselves in the league. So I think both players, sets of players, will be very nervous, and I think this is maybe you know one of your worst performing uh, performing years in terms of points and uh, in the position you find yourselves. And because I, th- I don't know, I mean, I don't know that that's just vaguely off the top of my head, but you seem to never been kind of down in in nineteenth at this point. You seem to be kind of pushing out, and you've kind of started your rejuvenation by now. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I think both players, both sets of players, are going to be very nervous. I'd imagine there's not going to be a tremendous amount of goals. It might come down to one, maybe two, or you know, it might be a draw in the end, of course. But whichever side you know takes a hold of the game early on, will take it. I think purely because you know both sets of players will be under so much pressure uh, to to find a result. So if they, if they feel they're on the back foot, you start thinking about the rest of the season. You start thinking about where you are. That, that that's when you start getting very nervous. So I'm hoping, well. For ourselves, anyway, I'm, I'm sure whichever side kind of goes into the game takes it takes by the scruff of the neck. In theory, should win despite there not being a tremendous amount of, of good football on show. I agree with what you're saying. In the case of any team that shows a bit of quality, will probably go on to win the game, and that is what worries me because we don't have quality. When you look at the two teams, the Everton squad is obviously the Everton starting eleven. Even it is is much better. I'd say that for pretty much anyone down there compared to us, apart from. Norwich and Watford. You've got a better squad. Leeds have got a better squad. Newcastle have got a better squad. Brentford have now got a better squad. We've torn it. And, of course, Ericsson. Um, so, yeah, that is the bit that worries me, uh, if I'm being honest. I think you have the quality to be able to get on the front foot to take the game to us. We've got players that can hurt hurt people, though. Corey, Veghorst. The only problem is with Veghorst is he's not playing in a system that kind of suits him at the minute. That's the problem. Daesh hasn't been able to find a system that works for him. He's still playing his old Chris Woods up front, which is just prehistoric football when it doesn't work when you don't have that type of player up there um, so it's it's we need to find something that we haven't shown at all at any point during during the course of this season but we'll get to some predictions first of all mate I'm going to get your prediction for obviously the game on Wednesday what score do you think it's going to be? I, I can't see either side keeping a clean sheet because I know if we go 1-0 up we will concede uh, but I'm hoping we're relying on a moment of brilliance from someone like Richardson. so I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 Everton purely because we will concede, and especially if we go one nil up, and I just hope we'll we'll just about find a way through it. 
we are okay at the back. Um, having said that, some of the goals are conceded against Man City or at his Man City, but still they were poor. Um, mm. We're pretty shambolic. I just think it's good. Like I said, two nervous teams, two miserable teams, two nervous sets of fans. So the atmosphere is going to be shite. I'm going nil-nil. I just think both teams are going to be too nervous, probably too nervous to commit. Uh, but in the end, that's a better result for you. So I think you would probably just about take that. Having said that, obviously, you've got the ridiculous running. And I think Watford are your main threat now, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think it's us. Which is a shame to say, because you know I thought for ages that we'd do it. But these last three, four weeks have, have proper, proper knocked it out of me. Um, next prediction then, mate. Who do you think is going down? It's, it's so tricky to say purely because, uh, as we mentioned, the, the strength of the teams that we still have to come up against. People keep telling us, and I'm sure they say it to you as well, oh, games in hand. That doesn't really matter at this point in the season. I'm not really bothered about games Since in hand. Since like December. And it's just, we, we've, had, yeah. we've, we've, we've played some of these games in hand now. We haven't won one of them. Well, apart from yeah. the first one, but we've been dire in most of them. Yeah, no, but people keep telling me, oh, you know, don't worry, you've got games at hand. That that doesn't work when it's, well, Burnley at Turf Moor and then Manchester City or Leicester, I think it is. I'm not really sure who it is, but they're not ideal games at hand at all. I can see us just about getting out of it purely based on, not that we're too good to go down, but we just have a couple of players who might be able to find something over the next 10 games that will kind of scrape us to maybe 34 points, 35 points, which I think will probably be enough to keep us up purely because... I don't know, I can see Watford running out of steam. They kind of do this every season and then it seems like a couple of games to go, they, they don't have much left. That might come back to bite me and I hope it doesn't. But uh, And just for yourselves, maybe it's just one season too many, despite the fact you have, you have brought in Weghorst, who I was nervous about until you mentioned there that you haven't found a system to play, it in, play him in. So I hope I hope Dyke doesn't find that by by Wednesday. But uh, right now, I, I think I think it will remain pretty pretty much the way it is. Can't see. Norwich have been dead since they won the championship. Watford, like I said, I do believe they're your main threat, um, but I do think they'll probably run out of steam. And the only we have a very, 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 very slim chance, but we have to win on Wednesday. But I've said this before the Brighton game. I said it before the Leeds away game. I said it before the Newcastle away game. I've said it so many times that we have to win this game. We've been going into these games and not winning them, not even showing up, not looking like they want to be there. So I have no confidence whatsoever. Uh, for the Wednesday game that we will just suddenly turn into Burnley. I tell you what, if we get out of this from this position, it's got to be one of the, the greatest escapes of all time, probably just only picked by that West Brom one in the early 2000s. Uh, I think Sean Dyche should be knighted, I, th- I think, especially if you lose on Wednesday and he's still playing so, Yeah, rightly so, mate. Um, but yeah, I, I am, I, I'm at peace with it now. I, I just want the season to end, if I'm being honest with you. It's, I hope nobody's listening to this, like, you know, hoping some positivity because you ain't going to get any of me recently after the, <laughs> after the recent games. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll wrap it up here, mate. Um, just want to let everyone know where they can find you and your obviously fan channel and podcast, etc. Uh, yeah, so uh, all our social media is Everton Newsfeed. Uh, so if you look on Twitter, Instagram, anything like that, that's where you can find. Uh, my name's Thomas Robertson. I, I appear on various videos. I, I won't link my Twitter, but yeah, no, I, I will appear a couple of times and we will be having an opposition view uh, on our channel as well. So be sure to check out that. But yeah, just Everton Newsfeed on, on basically everything. Thanks for coming on, Thomas, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.
Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.